Anytime you're ready, we're rolling. Go ahead. You got it. All right. Shoot. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. It's 2010. January 17, 2010. It's a Sunday afternoon, and we thought, what better than to uh, do a Two Faces Radio podcast? We are the Atlanta Music Scene Podcast. My name is Brian McClenning. I'm Ira Malkin. Over here. (laughs) (laughs) My co-host is Ira Malkin. And uh, we are on episode 20. Next next year we're fully legal, baby. I know we're drinking, at- and our next episode we're fully legal. That's right. Out we've of our got, teens, we've got. Um, let me let me use this as our little intro. We've got a young lady in here, first young lady on our podcast. Um, so I hope. <laughs> oh, that's this, right. I hope this is an honor for you. <laughs> oh, our first, right, so. our first female guest. Congratulations! Awesome. And her music <laughs> has been described as sweet finger licking syrup with a twist of lemon. To keep you puckered and wanting more. Oh, nice. Who, who wrote, said that? Who wrote that? that accurate? Well, sure, f- but who said famous, that? A famous person named C.D. Baby. Oh. <laughs> awesome. I'll have to send yeah. him a bottle of yeah, something. No that, that's yeah. pretty sweet right I love there. that guy, C.D. Baby. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. He, <laughs> he always gets good. it right. He's, he's got so good. many albums. I think he's at my last <laughs> show. I thought it was him. So he's wearing a kilt. Yeah, I don't know. Well, have you said her name yet? No, I haven't. And, well, that's what I was leading to. So we have... um. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm so glad this Save is the first me. time this finally works. Um, a lovely young guest in here, Heather Luttrell. Ira <laughs> likes to talk about all the um, guests that have been handsome in here. And it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so finally we have somebody where we can talk about how attractive they are. Oh, come and, on. And it's always comfortable. Come on. Those Blackberry <laughs> Smoke Boys sure are pretty. They are. That's they, are good looking, they are good looking. I think I called men. each and every one of them handsome, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. Also because I didn't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> You're I mean, also that, that, very large. That yes. should have gotten my ass kicked, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was calling them that. <laughs> yeah. And Heather Luttrell, you have brought a, a handsome friend with you. <laughs> yes, I have. Who is maybe related to you? <laughs> That's my father. I, I take him lots of places. Ralph Luttrell. We've got a lot, Ralph Speak Luttrell in with us as well. Say hi. <laughs> we'll get him he to come up to the mic. He refuses to get close to the microphone for now. We'll Maybe we can goad him into it later. Yeah, we'll coax him into it later. We'll see if he wants to get on mic. So we've got Heather Luttrell in the studio, and you've we've got a lot of interesting things going on. You've got um, a, uh, the Leonard Skinner cruise coming up, mm-hmm. and you've got a really interesting thing going on with your album that you're trying to get put together yes. with Kickstarter.com. And you're now the second person I've heard using kickstarter.com well you try and get in before so. it takes off and i think it, i got in right after yeah. it took off oh but it's right after like, <laughs> <laughs> well you're number two then. So yeah. you guys want to explain what that is well uh, let's get into all that stuff later i oh. thought you know just kind of wanted to mention a couple things but that's um an interesting thing that you're doing to sort of raise money mm-hmm. for your um for your album that you're trying to do and and uh, we've got a lot of interesting notes down here about you so um oh dear but let's start off um by hearing some some of what you do, you are what would you say? Blues, folk, uh, I, mix. I would I would shoot you had for to give blues it Americana. Okay, I don't think folk singers swear as much as I do. Oh, good, nice. Generally speaking, love it. Can I swear? Yeah, you Sweet. can say whatever the fuck say you whatever. want. <laughs> All right, you know what? Before we get started, speaking of which, what? I just have to talk to our listeners because this is just this is what happens at Two Faces Radio. So for we've been doing this show for about six months, and this is, let me just get this out of out of out of the way here. For about six months, we've been doing this, or maybe a little bit longer. And um, I go and we've got a little bathroom here, oh, and I go in the bathroom, and every time there's this there's two light switches in there. There's there's a, a light and a fan. And I go in there, and I swore for all this. I would go in there, and I would hit the fan. And I'd oh, damn it. All right, this one's the light. And then I would go back the next time, and I would try and remember. Last time I hit the right one, I'm going to hit the left one this time. And then it'd be the fan. I felt like I was always hitting the fan. I was like, you're Iris fucking around with me here. He's got a switch somewhere. He's rewiring <laughs> he's, the right. bathroom. He's rewiring <laughs> it every time just to screw with me. And I've, I've even said it out loud Which to is him. the best way to screw with you. So today, <laughs> I go in there. <laughs> Just as your dad was arriving, yeah. I go in there, and he caught me going. He saw me going in there, and I didn't know why he kind of stopped for a second. <laughs> and I opened the door, and there's a label now. And I thought he was trying to help me out. It says light, arrow, fan, arrow on the other side. Well, I actually so I go, wrote on the wall. wrote right on the wall yeah. with a little arrow pointing towards the switches. And I go, and I hit the light one, and it's the fan. <laughs> <laughs> I had, a, I had an old apartment that... Um, I was so was, glad I got to see it that. It was so good. Yeah. It was awful. There was uh, hot and cold water, apparently, but you could never get both at the same time. You either <laughs> right. got hot and it came out of both faucets, or you got cold. And uh, 
I don't. Oh, so it had the actual the two separate faucets. Yes. Yeah, that's old school. Those are always hard to wash your hands because you got to like go back and forth that's not, to that's get not that two light. faucets, two spigots. No, but you know sometimes there's two actual like. There's two. There's two. Like, yeah. They're knobs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The knobs. Two oh, knobs. I'm thinking, have you ever seen those old sinks that actually have the two like? Oh yeah, the two the separate, separate waters yeah, where yeah, you yeah. gotta like go back and forth right, to yeah, wash yeah. your hands, <laughs> <laughs> make warm water. It's like hot, cold, hot, cold. We shall survive. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is fascinating. This all. is fascinating stuff. So let's. I let's think get Dad right fell asleep. Into. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one more thing I wanted to say before we got started, real quick. I wanted to thank our fans as well. We're approaching oh, five thousand yes. subscribers, and I don't know if that's good or bad. But Dang. for, we for how no long idea. we've been around, it sounds pretty good to I me. I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you what we were talking about. Thanks it, again, because we've been doing this and we're trying to find ways to sort of keep moving forward and make this better and. Get better and and uh, get more listeners and everything. So Ira and I started looking into. Ira started looking into how many subscribers we had, and I picked him up one day. We were going to see a show, and he's like, "So I checked on the subscribers," and I was like, "Yeah." I go, "Well, what is it?" He goes, "Well, what do you think?" He goes, "It was more than I thought." And I said, well, "What was it?" He says, "Well, what do you think?" I said, "Well," so I just threw out a number. I was like, "I don't know, like eight hundred. <laughs> Sounds like a lot, to right. me. Like a yeah. really lot." And he's like. Mm, it's over 4,000. I'm like, what? So it sounds like a lot to us. I don't know anybody listening, yeah. but if all these 5,000 people can go and get one more person to subscribe. We'll have 10,000. We'll have 10,000. Right. And so that's, that if you do the numbers game, it's interesting. Like to reach my goal on Kickstarter, I, if, I, if 100 people donated $25, I've exceeded it. Yeah. You know, things exactly. like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a small amount, lots of people. Right. It is. Cool. It is. Well, anyway, so that's worldwide. And thanks again. <laughs> Yeah, Appreciate thank that. you so much. And uh, and for that, we will give you this gift of music that we will hear. <laughs> yes. Right now. What are you going to play for us? I'm going to play a song uh, I wrote for my friend Leslie. Uh, it's called More Fun to Sin. It's, uh, my new t-shirts will have this on the front of them, actually. <laughs> Sounds good. Am I not the woman who helped you forget? And am I not the woman who saved you regret? And am I not the woman so tried and so true? Am I not the woman for you? Am I not the woman who washed all your clothes? Oh, oh, oh. If it's all fun and games, are we playing? 
it for Appreciate her. That. She uh, she dated a guy for six months, then she married six years, and then she oh. married him and divorced him a month later. So that's <laughs> what that line comes from. That so was a nice tune. That's a great tune. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks. I like it. I like the. Uh, How old was that one? Uh, I'd say about six months. Oh yeah. Oh, so. I wrote it like. Yeah, because the bridge, I, I kind of modeled, there was a second verse, I modeled slightly after my old roommate who, him and I lived together for six years, and we're like yeah. brother and sister, but he would, uh, he never drank until I met him. <laughs> what does that say about me? He didn't nice smoke influence. until I met him either, but he would get, just he goes, I'm getting sleeping in the yard drunk tonight, Lumpy. That's my nickname from him, is Lumpy. Oh, yeah. So yeah, and he would Lumpy. sleep in my yard and pee on the trees out there. Oh God, will you just come inside? <laughs> Can we ask why he called you Lumpy, or should we not? Uh, heifer. Which is what most of my family and friends call oh, me. Jeez, uh, I'm the bovine of their affection. Oh, and uh, uh, then that turned into Heffalump. I don't know if I can say anything good about that. Heffalump. The he- yeah. Oh, yeah. The, and then, uh, uh, yeah, and I drank Heffenweizen beer, which didn't help. Oh. So, yeah, whiskey and Heffenweizen. So, Heifer, Heffalump, just straight lumpy. And then I had an old bass player that called me Lump Star after the stint on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Lump Star Supernova. Lump Star, yeah. <laughs> well, should we... Maybe that's a good place to start. Uh Ralph, do you want to come up to the mic? You can put that down and come up if you want. Because we probably won't be playing for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, step on up. Scoot, I think it's So, Heather, maybe <laughs> this is a good place to start. Well, first of all, you've done a couple albums. You have an album called Grits and Pulp was your first mm-hmm. album, right? Yeah. And then, uh, And you did that in three days? Yeah. And I wrote something, you know, we were supposed to have you in a, a little while back. Right. And so my notes are a little, I have terrible handwriting. And if, and if I've seen it recently, then I can, you know, remember oh, no. what I wrote. Right. But I, uh, something about, it, it's basically like a blues album. I mean, the uh, stuff yeah. that I heard. Well, the, the reason we did it in three days was, uh, was from um, being on the TV thing. If I hadn't done it, Mark Burnett would have owned all my music. Oh. Oh. I had to tell a tiny little fib okay. and say that I was currently selling it. Okay. So, but it was, yeah, I kind of gathered more of the stuff that I'd done that I really, really wanted to put, like, I don't want him to have his hands on this at all. Right. So, yeah, right. we did more of a blues album, but it was done in three days due to that fact. Yeah. And then second CD, Pomegranate, mm-hmm. One Day? One Day. When that one was day. Southern Tracks. That was from this past year. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, what I try to do is make myself more marketable to the uh, right. the cruise people is I, re- I pre-release my album on the cruise every year. Right. So and we're starting to talk about a lot of stuff that we're going to be that talking we're, that about. We're gonna be <laughs> well, let's, let's start with because you actually have done something um, pretty interesting, I think, and, and I assume that we'll have a bunch to talk about. You were part of Rockstar in Excess, mm-hmm. and you did, what, four or five episodes, six I, episodes? I was six to go home. Six to go home. Oh, that's well. So all right. So almost halfway. Right. So I don't even know really. I just wrote down Rockstar in excess. (laughs) I was like, I don't even really know what to ask. But I mean, that's uh, great exposure. Yeah. Yeah. It it depends. Exposure is good. I was number one in in in, uh, Indonesia for two weeks. I don't think there's any way that that ever would have (laughs) happened if it hadn't been for that. Yeah. But um, I I will say it kind of happened. My my best friend Laura. she was a PA for the casting crew okay. that came through town. And the second day, she called. She goes, hey, I want you to come down and do this for me. I was like, eh, no, I don't want to. I don't even <laughs> right. know any excess songs. Uh, I'm, I'm hungover. Right. I have to play tonight. <laughs> but hey, She's it's like, something to do. Why right, she goes, I'll buy you a beer. I'm like, all right, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so I get down there, and I, I mean, I didn't dress up or anything. And they chased me down the stairs at Smith's after I sang. They're like, hey, could you come back tomorrow but rock and roll it up a little? I'm like. So that's where the auditions were? Was, was that Smith? Was it Smith, yeah. yeah. So I put okay. on the, I dug through my closet, found my pair of pleather pants and, you know, pinned those suckers on and, and did my best. And I came back the next day and the next thing you know, they start getting these FedExes in the mail and they get bigger and bigger. I got to be actually really good friends with the FedEx guy. <laughs> Milton was his name. And he was this, this tall, skinny black guy. He was so sweet because he always had to wake me up in the morning because I, you know, I, <laughs> you I, I, I work at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it'd come at like eight o'clock. I'm sorry, Miss Luttrell. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, he goes, morning, sunshine. You made it to another step. And he'd do this on the oh, yeah. shake his hands and excitement cool. on the porch. Miss yeah. <laughs> Luttrell. Miss Luttrell. Miss Luttrell, you still in it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Congratulations. So what was the FedEx packages? Uh, like contracts getting oh, bigger and man, bigger or something? Oh, man, you don't know what it – I, I had no idea. what no It was a six-month audition process. They do a full FBI background check on you. There's wow. blood work. Uh, uh, you Whoa. have to sign all these – Things like I did, um, there was some artistic, this guy took a couple nudes of me when I was younger. I'm still sorry about that, Dad. <laughs> and uh, 
Anyway, uh, I had to, ins- like, if this was a conference call with Viacom and CBS, ensuring them that these would never see the light of day. Wow. Yeah. It's not like anyone really How did they know well, that? How do you how ensure they that they won't that? see the light of day? Uh, when they I, were checking? I told them. Oh, you told them. Okay. Well, I figured honesty was the best policy. No, yeah, policy. definitely. Yeah. The one Put thing I did there. figure out is that I was, I mean, because I had friends in town that made it to the next level and everything, and the one thing I did find out is that they just wanted musicians with a clear background check, <laughs> and somehow <laughs> I ended up being one of those. Wow. I don't know what the, what the percentage rates on that were. Yeah. How many people were at that first Smith's oh, man, audition? you could smell the desperation in the room. <laughs> I mean, there was some, there were people older than him there, which is old. And nice. Daddy, I love you. You know, you do have you a need, microphone there. You, you haven't made any mi- comments. You need to get on that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you have the opportunity to defend yourself. Man, a few words I like. Yeah. Yes, yes, he is. Choosing my words. Yeah, there right. you go. I'm sure he's heard it all before. Oh, he's going to th- he's gonna wait until the end of the show to, <laughs> then to blast you. Tear you blow down. it all out. <laughs> 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 it's like a ninja. He's just right. planning his moves. You know what? I've never thought of it that way. But, Daddy, you are very ninja-like. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's your brother who is the ninja. Yeah, my my brother and sister both live in China. There's a uh, really yeah yes, and as a matter of fact, Eli is going to be touring Indonesia and Malaysia. Yeah, Southeast Asia with his uh, isn't it the Angry Jerks? No, no, it's overdose. Overdose. Is well, the if he puts the literal name out there, he'll yeah. be uh, getting a lot of fans. Oh, are you kidding? He's a golden god over there. Really? He's, yeah, he's yeah, six yeah. one, curly red gold curls, and yeah, I mean. Yeah. He's yeah, like, there's a picture of him with a band. You see the lead singer over here, the guitar player over here, the drummer down there, and, the, and you know another guitar player here, and then Eli. Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Way up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, I am a golden god. god. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what he said. He said that, I'm on drugs! You know, it was about a year and a half ago, two years ago, that uh, you know I was smacking him in the back of the head trying to get him into uh, Perimeter College. And... Uh, he went over there just on a five-week study course, and he never really came back. No, no. Uh, but he said, uh, you know, he said, I think I'm going to apply to Nanjing University. And I said, well, are you sure you want to do this? And he said, Dad. He said, you know, uh, there's no legal drinking age. I can have a drink, a, a beer anytime I want to. He said, food's cheap as hell, rent's cheap as hell. And American girls won't give me the time of day. But over here, I'm a god. <laughs> I don't see any downside. Yeah, I don't see any reason to come back. Yeah, I no still love him. His, his call from, from China. Not only can I have a beer, I can make a cop open it for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't, don't get too cocky. Yeah, really. But you don't want to end up in a Chinese prison either. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is, you know, they shoot you over there. Yeah, they, you there's know. no jail for that. You just, right. go, you just die. They, yeah, they just shoot you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, some of his, uh, he had some friends who were from, I forget, uh, they were from Africa, I think. Oh, yeah. Morocco. 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 Yeah, the Moroccan kid, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know whether they, but they got caught with some drugs, and I think one of them was shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, you do, if you go to China. Yeah. It's tempting. Go, go rent a return to paradise before you go. (laughs) That one with Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix and Anne Heche. Oh, and uh, uh, and uh, Vincent Vin, uh, Vince Vaughn. Vin, Vince Vaughn when yeah, he was yeah. still hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Whoa! Before he got yeah, that's chubby. that's a rough one. That is a rough. That's movie. a rough all film. the way up until you're like, no, they're not really. They're going. Oh, someone's oh. going to come at the last minute. Eh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> all right. Brian hasn't seen it. We've gone I haven't from, seen it. We've now gone I'm going to watch rock it. Star to, to don't do drugs. Oh in man, China. it goes all over the yeah, place right? at this show. That's that's how it is. The problem is, we got to work on how to get back to where we were, which we never seem to do. Well, well we were we were in, well we were in Rockstar. I'm just kind of curious. So, so it was a six month process to get in. Uh-huh. I mean, how was the overall experience for you? Did um, I what I yeah, dad, dad's giving it <laughs> dad's the old thumbs, the thumbs down. down. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think that honestly that music and television really should have much to do with each other. I hear you. I mean, Mark Burnett sent in this recording equipment that we were all supposed to log in a certain amount of time on per day, so that if we had any ideas that he liked, he could take them and sell them for Jeez, to whoever wow. he wanted. They had my merch rights. They owned me for a year. Wow. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't shit in the woods without calling to ask their freaking permission. Now, did I do it? No. But they're like, well, if you breach a contract, we'll sue you for thirty million dollars. And I'm like. 
Good oh. luck getting that yeah. out of me. I won't shit we in the woods. Yeah, right. God, I'm you made so that clear about everything. Where's the toilet? Well, yeah. I couldn't sue Heather for thirty cents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, screw you, man. But, but I mean, it really like I don't. Why do you, everyone's like, you know, you should go on American Idol. I'm like, have you seen how many times Kelly Clarkson's had a breakdown? That's because she doesn't own crap. She doesn't have right, any yeah. rights to her own music. She doesn't. I mean, they're, they got to sign my merch option if they wanted. They could. They could have all of my merch right now. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I got real sick, and then I started firebombing. <laughs> I wanted to go home so bad. Really? But I got to meet some really cool people. Like, on my 30th birthday, I flew out and hung out with a guy, uh, Ty Taylor, from the show. He's working with a Led Zeppelin's old producer, and mm-hmm. and Daphne's marrying and moving to Israel. I mean, I still talk to all of them. That's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so well, I, I wanted her to hang around until she at least got a car out of the. <laughs> Sorry, Ralph. Right. Nate got the car. Aren't they sponsored by Ford or something? Yeah, right. <laughs> got the focus out of this. Did you have to do any like cheesy like uh, commercial kind of things like they did for like they do on American Idol where it's like you know the Prius commercial or something? Um, we didn't. No, they didn't make Nothing's, us do any of that. The thing that. about that show is that it was the first one that was mixing reality with performance. That's right. It is the first show mm. that did that. It was also the first show to be internationally broadcast. Huh. Does that mean so, they were all putting you in a house and living together and all that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Mm. And we weren't allowed to meet each other or talk to each other. Uh, they, they put you in a hotel room in L.A. for uh, 12 days yeah. by yourself. You were given a schedule when you were allowed to come down to eat. You weren't allowed to talk to anybody. You uh, See, now in the actual house, you couldn't call home. There was no music, no movies. Your telephone calls were uh, 15 minutes per week, and they were supervised and only to a, a uh, call list. Everyone had to sign waivers. and Yeah. Wow. Hey, this is uh, important, life-threatening stuff, you know. No, I want to know what happened to that girl in Aruba. I remember asking one of the PAs when we were driving to the CBS studios. I'm like, what happened to that girl in Aruba? She goes, I can't tell you. I'm like, why? (laughs) She goes, because we can't tell you anything that might affect your reality. I'm like... Uh, Are you kidding me? (laughs) I just want to know if they found her. Now, they still haven't found her, so I guess it would have been probably the most difficult question for her to answer. These are people in Hollywood that are talking about reality. There's an oxymoron. oxymoron. They're supposed to be showing you quote-unquote reality. uh, I mean, there was one time on the way back that Mig said something about the guy that eventually won, who we all hated, by the way, who's now living in his car. (laughs) Again. (laughs) They dropped dropped him off in Hong Kong, said, thanks, you're fired. Wow. Well, apparently That's he good. got a worse drug habit that. than uh, really? than uh, what's his name? <laughs> the original uh, uh, Michael Hutchins. <laughs> wow, it's like a hive mind. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Uh, he yeah. Apparently he did more drugs than Michael Hutchins ever conceived of. So I'm thinking we of could the, see that coming. I had an image in my head, but I'm thinking of the rock star supernova. Yeah, guy. that was the second one. Oh right, the short kid. I didn't see the second one. Oh, I didn't really? see the second one. Actually, I've never seen it. I didn't see, see it. I just Actually, I didn't him. really even see I've never Rockstar seen it. Rockstar Access. N- I haven't either. Honest, they, I have all the tapes sitting at home, and I refuse to watch I saw really? some of. I, I saw some. I went, and I found some clips of you, because, you know, oh. in doing our yeah, due yeah. diligence here, our research. The hair you know, was big, wasn't the it? The hair was a little the bit big. The hair was big. But I'll tell you what. It took up to four hours to make that happen. Really? Seven hours of hair and makeup before Seven? every performance. Uh, hours? Against they, your will, they, or did you like it? No, no, well, it depends. In the morning, it was kind of nice to have someone kind of pulling on your hair, waking you up, yeah. you know. But then when they had to put on fake eyelashes, which I asked them not to do, so they put in these little bunched ones instead, but they didn't tell me how to take them off. And so when I asked the other cast members, I'm like, I've never had fake eyelashes on. How do I take these off? They're like, oh, you just pull them off. So that's why I'm still missing all the eyelashes from here to here. And they won't grow patches. back? No, apparently not. Oh, oh, man. You should sue. No, I'd, I hadn't thought of that. You could sue over eyelashes. Daddy called a lawyer. That's sure. right. Eyelashes are important. <laughs> He's getting at his phone right Eyelashes now. Eyelashes <laughs> keep things out of, you know, disease Cold and Brooke stuff on your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see that? She's doing the new commercial for the stuff to make your eyelashes thicker. Yeah, but that's yeah. sickening. But, but one of the, it will permanently that. alter your eye color yeah. and or cause anal leakage. <laughs> yeah. There's the, yeah. I love the disclaimers. How bad do you that's need the best. eyelashes where you're going to risk hey. anal, anal leakage? I really, I have seen this commercial. There's people that think like us and there's people that think like them. Yeah, okay. Why don't you just... Smile and bat your gap at people. <laughs> <laughs> bat bat gap. your gap. <laughs> Which gap, Daddy? There's a gap in my feet. Don't worry yeah. about that. <laughs> so, okay, so not a great experience then. No. But that's good. Uh, you know, I like hearing... You know, getting the real scoop on things like that. Well, they always you know? say, "Careful what you ask for," because yeah. you just might get it. I right. got, I got about as close to the movie, film, TV industry as I care to get, and yeah, I realized yeah. 
wow, the level of fame that I thought that I wanted, the way that I want to go about it is not this way. That's right. And right. a lot of the ways, it knocked a lot of things off my list. I was like, wow, I want to own all of my music. I, you know, I yeah. totally became like the Ani DeFranco was my guru, definitely, when I got back because right. she was totally do it yourself. So do you think that completely, like, turned, because I would imagine from that show, well, this is one thing I had I had kind of jotted down. You know, knowing that you did that, mm-hmm. uh, the Rockstar in Excess, which which was big, and then um, and international, I guess, and then uh, you're a part of you're going to be doing your is this your third Skinner cruise coming up? Fourth. Leonard Skinner fourth, fourth. fourth. Leonard Skinner cruise coming up. To... Simple Man cruise. It's, not the th- it's your oh, it's Daddy's it's third. It's your third. It's okay, oh. your fourth. Um, I was curious, like, has that garnered you any label attention or anything like that have, have you sh- you yeah, know shied away I, I from that shied now away because from of it? it a okay. lot of times you know you shy away from the ones that you don't want and then the ones that you want to call you don't call so right what like, well, last year we did a, a lot of talking with doug from marshall tucker and then dad lost his number i still got it i know you just found it two weeks ago well if anybody out to, there knows doug from marshall tucker I there's know, he's got the number now people we've got the number now the important thing is he found it yes we daddy did find it a year later but I was trying to be the you know responsible daughter. I'm like, here, Daddy, put this cause in your wallet because you won't lose it. Nice well, one. Did. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He, did. <laughs> he didn't. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the Leonard Skinner I did what I needed is, to do. <laughs> it's really great because I'll tell you, I am, I am probably more famous on that boat than yeah. I am anywhere else yeah. in the world. And it's almost like too much. Like dad has to send me to my room sometimes to keep me from talking <laughs> because I go there out and there's there the number. He's there's holding the up number. the number. Daddy has the number. Get, let's get a picture of that. No, no, that's no, not. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting me sued. Just right. kidding. But, uh, you know, I mean, the fans are just amazing. I mean, these are yeah. people that are coming simply because they love music that much. Right. And they are awesome. And they're wonderful. And they, they yeah. drink a lot of Bud Light in a bucket. And I love yeah. them for that. Well, and it's well, a hell imagine. of a lineup, too, man. Yeah. I, you know, I was looking really at the lineup oh, this yeah, year. Oh, yeah. We've had some great, great, yeah. great bands on some that Some past cruise. guests of ours, Blackberry Smoke, is going to oh, be yeah. on there. And, My uh, boys. That's right. And that's, and that's like, you know, I've been thinking about those. And, and just like what you're saying. It's like going to a when you go to a show right. and and you see all these people who are there. Excuse me to see that band, um, and you know everybody. It's such a great vibe, but you've got this for days on end. That's right. You know, yeah, and it's it's where a little different because like most of the bands stay in their rooms and like really? there's okay. there's a, a certain incentive that they do is with the production crew. And let me just say that Six Man uh, Six Man is an amazing production company. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you ever have a chance to work with Six Man, do it because they are absolutely amazing. I don't know but, if two um, faces can work with Six Man. I don't know. It, <laughs> there could, could, be be a merger. A it could be a merger. It could be a merger. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool. But uh, would it be twelve? They do like incentives to get faces? like the bands out of their. But I just have such a great time, and yeah. I, you know, I enjoy being. Famous. I can see sure. the bigger right. bands. So, you know, I'm running yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I you, can see them not wanting to talk to anybody. And I totally get that because you, it is very accosting. I mean, they are yeah. there. You get mobbed, right? Almost, and because these people. It's like they look forward to this all year round. Not that right. we don't. God knows we do. Dad, Dad calls me last year right after we get off the cruise, and I'm I'm at work slinging whiskey at the local bar down the street where I work two nights a week, and I'm like, you know, thank you for calling East Point Corn Diver. This is Heather. Hi, uh, Daddy. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Daddy, do you miss the boat? Yeah, I miss the fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be back at sea. Of course. Like we whole, are gods yeah. at sea. <laughs> the whole year, the whole year is just waiting for right. the uh, the Skinner cruise. And I don't blame. I mean, it's such a great time. You get yeah. to, and everyone's all like, "Where are you? Where are you going?" I don't know. It right. doesn't matter. And nobody, nobody has to drive home. That, nobody, and you know. that's the biggest thing is you got to yeah. learn to watch yourself, oh, especially yeah. as a as a lady in my position. <laughs> when the gentleman and the and the ladies start buying you whiskey. And the mm-hmm. next thing, there's, I think that's what keeps the fear of God in me is I always know that I have to drive home at some point. Okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take it easy. On the boat? Mm-mm. Yeah. One year, I remember one of the sound crew, my, my beloved Scott Southern, had to, he found me curled up on a poker table, <laughs> <laughs> threw me over his shoulder, <laughs> threw me in my bed. Yeah. Good night, Heather. Well, at, least it wasn't, at least there wasn't a roulette wheel or something. No, that's true. That would be uncomfortable. Well, they watered Snook, down those. those Four thirty. P- time for milking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys have to see Witness, another good movie. Okay. Plug. Yeah. So, what's the schedule on the boat? Like, I mean, they have all those bands playing. Do you play a, a few different sets during the whole cruise? Or? Uh, we play. Let's see, it's four days to sea with one dock. This year, we play. I think we play four times. Oh, I was really? just looking at the schedule this morning. 
So once sometimes a day? they give us a day off. I mean, sometimes one night we go on stage at like midnight. So. Is it always at night, or do they have sets during the day? Sometimes. Sometimes they have sets during the day. We're a primarily yeah, because you've got a, some videos uh, posted from crew. during the day. Yeah, yeah uh, that was that was actually Scott Southern. Uh, okay. He's uh, marrying my my sister and best oh. friend. Oh. Yeah, nice. It's, we're quite, and that's the one uh, Callie McGregor that I was talking about earlier. Her yeah. grandma and grandpa. Okay. Yeah, Thumbs Carlisle. Yeah. Okay. That's one woman, right? It's not, you know, your sister and your best friend. He's not marrying it's, it's two. It's one woman. Yes, okay. he's not marrying two. Oh, but I'm sure he would love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I had written down that kind of like the, it was the first thing that struck me. But um, because, you know, Leonard Skither, I mean, you know, those are some They played at my mom's serious, sock hop. Good old boys. What? Did they? Yeah. Sock hop. Holy Way shit. back in the day. Wow, we. they did. They really did sock hops. I always yeah. just thought that was like a thing for the movies. You no, know, they used to true. play. There used to be a club uh, called Richards uh, down near the nexus of Tenth Street and Monroe, and I caught them in there a couple of times. They were oh, playing yeah? a local club. Yeah, Kick the first ass. time I went, in, well, they were kicking ass each other's ass. Uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Ronnie and. Um, Ronnie, Billy, either no, Billy wasn't. I mean, you know, either Ronnie and Gary or somebody, but they were they were, they had just duked it out, and uh, it was kind of an uneasy quiet when I walked in, you know. And I was thinking, boy, you know, I don't know who these guys are, but they certainly seem rough to me. <laughs> get Alabama here, boys, well, I get out of here before I get my ass beat. <laughs> anybody well, want to play? Give me three steps. <laughs> All right, one. Two, Actually, yeah, the, the yeah. first cruise when the, before it became the Simple Man cruise, it was give me three days. Oh, really? That's yeah. right. You know, That's I remember cool. that. I, mm-hmm. I remember that because um, true story. Uh, where did I see that? The first time I had seen any of those cruises, it was yeah. that. That was the very first one that I had seen. And they had the rock boat before that, but the rock boat's on its tenth year now. Yeah. They got an Elvis cruise now. They have oh, um, yeah. they have a ton of them. I mean, man, they have Kayamo's. Those, well, they is got a the good, blues cruises. The, well, the uh, Kayamo. This is just six men that I know about, but Kayamo yeah. is a singer songwriter. It has like Lyle Lovett and uh, Patty Griffin. Oh, that's a great. Lyle Lovett's pretty cool. Lyle Lovett's awesome. I actually got to meet him. Uh, I was standing outside of the hotel and I just realized that. I'd <laughs> what? Oh, Ralph. I had just realized that I had left my passport at home. Oh, boy. And oh. I'm in Miami, and I had driven there. Oh, shit. And oh. I'm outside, and this is before I quit smoking, and I just lit a cigarette. And all of a sudden, here's Lyle right on my side of it. Well, hello. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Well, I'm Lyle. Uh-huh. I'm, I know who I, I know you are. Who you are. <laughs> So we're talking. He's like, well, you're one of the other musicians. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm the one playing on your cruise, you know. So we're talking. Everything's fine. All of a sudden, this girl, like, bird dogs me. She is up on me, and she is sniffing around. Like, I swear if I hadn't stopped her, she would lift her leg to pee on him real quick. Bird dogs me. Before she, you know, just shuts her feet as she walks up. Hi, I'm Lyle's girlfriend. I'm like, hey, yay, yay, yay. Take it easy. Everybody just just take it easy. Message clear. Message clear. All right. Right. So I call Dad. I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. You're never going to guess who I just had a cigarette with. He's like, who? I'm like, Lyle Love it. He goes, did Lyle know who you were? No, Lyle doesn't know who I am, Ralph. <laughs> but he just loved that. He was too tickled. That's too cool. Guess whose girlfriend almost just yeah. tried to kick my ass. Yes. <laughs> About ripped me a new one with her pit bull teeth. Well, that's because she knows that Lyle is a dog. Well, yeah. he's, a, he's a sweet dog, though. But I'm no Julia Roberts. So. Well, I was, I was oh, going to say, on, you know, man. like. <laughs> you are from this area. That's, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, you know, like with, with Skinner and then the boys from Blackberry Smile. I mean, you got some, th- there's got some boys on that cruise, you know? Um, I'm the like, only so female. how is that? You're the, only the only female, female. in the whole thing? They, I think they put another female on, what, two years ago? The first year you were on? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, that feels uh, like the most obvious question in the world, but it's a little, I felt like it's I a little crazy it. because uh, I am the only female. Yeah. And it's, and I think, I guess they need at least one, but uh, <laughs> the, for some reason, like. Uh, Gives us respectability. You know, they were. Uh, <laughs> The, the women on the Skinner boat just love me. And, I mean, I saw a dude walking around in a shirt said, Wild Women Don't Get the Blues. They just get drunk. And that's my that's T-shirt. That's your T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, go, man, go. Solidarity. Where you working out? But, I mean, and, and it's it's kind of great because, I mean, I've always been – most of my friends are generally boys. I've always yeah. hung out with the guys, always been one of those. I mean, I'm shocked I'm wearing a skirt today. But, um I mean, I was raised in my dad's bluegrass band. It was all dudes, you know. Yeah. I, I'm really comfortable around it. And, like, in my house, I mean, I rent out to, you know, but I, I keep it men only because I want to be the only female doing the female 
things in my house. Right. You know, <laughs> only one bitch living up in this castle, and that's me. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Well, well, that's actually a pretty good segue because... I was um, going to say, yeah. I'd like to get back into some history, too. Yeah. Okay. Especially since we have your dad here. We yeah. could we could uh, go way back, I guess, okay. if, if we really wanted to. I mean, we don't have that much time, but if you want to do a quick, uh, you know... Well, I noticed, too, one thing that maybe can springboard this is you mentioned, I think, whiskey and uh, something else as your main influences. Uh, um, I don't know. Moonshine, I don't even know whiskey, if I have it right now. I, but... Um, I didn't. I was looking pretty diligently for like some of your main influences, and I couldn't really find them. Now I knew you grew up with a lot of music in the home. Yeah. But outside of that aspect, where did you uh, um, draw my from? My favorite was what Cat Stevens and the Beatles when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. mom had a big crush on Cat Stevens, so I remember. Yeah, we listened to a lot of Cat Stevens. Every time Bruce Springsteen came on, she'd scream. Really. Yeah, Bruce. My my favorite thing to do was go through my dad's record albums. I'd sit on the floor because back then, man, the vinyl albums with the artwork, it was yeah, mm-hmm. the, the fish and the yes ones, not fish, but yes, with the big fish on the yes yeah, album yeah. where you yeah. hold it out like six times. Yep. I just sit there and stare at it. You know, I was really into the artwork, but I think that's why I became a painter too because I got so obsessed with album artwork. But um, yeah, it was Cat Stevens, the Beatles. Uh, I liked a little bit of the Rolling Stones, but not so much. Yeah, I went. Oh, Jimi Hendrix, Joni Mitchell, I loved. Uh, what else? Got anything, Ralph? <laughs> the Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers. Yeah, yeah, I love the Almond Brothers. And what, what about? Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I was gonna start talking about um, you know, locations and everything. You've always you grew up here. Decatur. Decatur. Born at Piedmont. We were both born at Piedmont, actually. Really? Yeah. It, so yeah, you've been here all your life too. Well, uh, uh, Heather likes to say that I was born at Piedmont when it was still on a dirt road. Yeah. <laughs> Is she right about that? <laughs> was, uh, She's so complimentary. Shortly, shortly after the end of the Pleistocene epoch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I mean, he lived in Griffin and Athens. Okay. Too. So yeah. in the so summers, It's always been Georgia. Yeah, always been Georgia. Okay. Bone and bread in the brow patch. That's right. And okay. you played, and you played in a bluegrass band, and you kind of grew up in. Uh, he played at uh, out in that scene. What, it's now Shorty's Pizza. It was an old biker bar called the Alibi when I was growing up. Over on at Toko Hill. Uh, Tucker. Oh, oh, the one the Shorty's the two way yeah, out. Shorty's yeah, Shorty's two. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one way out exactly. But uh, yeah, but I remember going there to play for the first time, and I'm like, this place looks oddly familiar. And <laughs> you know, Dad's like, oh, it's where the Alibi used to be. And I you remember take a nap there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he played there with the Renegades, wasn't it? Yes. And uh, Tramp. I remember the fiddle player had a big crush on him when I was a little girl. Yeah. Years later, uh, he's actually playing. Wait, tr- does he play with Bone Pony? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, and yes. they're coming on your cruise. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I love those guys. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure if he's still with the band. He wasn't he's with not. Them, I don't think he is. No, he hasn't he, been with them for a long time. Not a long time because he was playing with them a, a few years back when I when I opened really? for him. Yeah. Because, uh, okay. Yeah, those guys are great. Oh, I they're love, awesome. Uh, We're, I'm yeah. trying to get them. In here, oh, I'll mention on their on way, the on their way. To, well, or maybe on their way back. I, I talked to their. Well, I'll talk to you about that. I'll talk to the boys. Yeah, we'll, work it out. we'll straighten it out. <laughs> there are people who get with your people. Yeah, that's right. right. Well, you know, I, I, one thing I was interested in because you said you grew up so entrenched in the music, and one mm-hmm. question I had was, did you ever have, like, I, did you ever have a time where you sort of pulled away from the music that you grew up with like did you ever kind of resent all this stuff that was sort of yep. almost thrust upon you i was did thinking you have about that, that the other day and the answer is yes i went through a shall we call it a phase rebellious it, 80s uh, metal no <laughs> no the no. dark years yeah no means no a lot of uh a lot of rap i listened to a lot of oh, um yeah like a lot of rap like iced tea and uh, what's <laughs> the other, uh cypress hill i love oh, them yeah. But that goes all the way back. I listen to a lot of old public enemy stuff yeah. like that. So you're yeah. talking early 90s. Yeah. Also, you know, I had myself a little mohawk and a little poodle cut. And I oh, wore a suicide yeah. chain. I listened to the subhumans and, and uh, GBH. And I'm sure, Ralph, you were nothing but supportive. Oh, absolutely. Funny, there's, there's no pictures of me during this time. I don't know what, what happened. None of them. My, I had purple Thank hair, God. green hair. Mom just re- roundly refused to take just pictures of me back then. Disowned. Yeah. Temporarily. I remember so, purple is my mom's favorite color. And I remember... 
buying the hair dye for my birthday and testing it on a piece of my hair because my hair was like down to here back then. Yeah. And I brought it out to her. I was like, is that a pretty color? She's like, oh, that is a really pretty color. I guess she had no <laughs> idea what I was about to do because, you know, <laughs> 30 minutes later, she, you know, knocks on the bathroom door and, Heather, what are you doing in there? I open the door. <gasps> ah! Oh my God! Why would you do that? You said you'd like the you color. Like <laughs> I thought it's your favorite <laughs> color. Boy, she really hated green. Oh my God, she hated green. <laughs> So you did green too? I did green, no. blue, yellow, orange to red. Yeah, we, it was a phase. Yeah, so very you, colorful. So, so what brought you back? Um, you know, it's when I really when I started performing, I started performing in a lot of places that he uh, played, like at Dante's Down the Hatch, and eventually oh, yeah? I started getting my own gigs. And but Dante, when I went, I started learning because I worked at Dante's, and I'd listen to him and my uncle Paul and my uncle Mike Whitney. They all played in the acoustic section there so i started yeah. i was actually that's how i learned how to harmonize too because i was a busser and a cedar so as they would sing i would just harmonize with them they called me the, the singing busser because i harmonized cool. while i was clearing dishes and stuff and so then i started learning a lot of the songs that they would play and mm. i went and auditioned for dante because you know why be a busser when you could be the lady on the stage exactly. you know so i did that he was the well, buses were probably getting more money though uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah. Dante paid his musicians yeah, very well. He? Yes, I, I will give him that. That's about all I'll give right. him, but I will give him that. Uh, anyway. And, uh, yeah, he, um, he, you need to learn more mournful love songs. But so I started learning a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't normally learn, like Gordon Lightfoot, uh, a lot of old Eric Clapton, and listening to a lot of stuff. So that kind of, yeah. once I started doing that and I started playing, you know, I mean, I never played anything but acoustic, but I started uh-huh. really working on it. You start learning all these different chords and, you know. Kind of brings you back around. Cool. No, that's yeah. Because I was I was just thinking about it because we were talking before about uh, Gibson guitars and mm-hmm. and I was telling you how I got this Chris Christopherson model guitar right. or whatever. And I grew up, you know, in a house that my mom was a huge fan of his, her and her best friend. And you know, but I kind of when I was younger was almost a little embarrassed, you oh, know, yeah. with your friends to kind of admit, you know, that's well, because you were a rock and roller. Well, you know, and at that point, I wasn't even really yet a rock. I mean, this is uh, like, you know, I'm 8, 9, 10, right. you know. Um, Brian, I've always considered you a rock and roller. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it came shortly after. Oh. Um, but anyhow, you know, so, and then now I've, well, probably even by college, you know, started kind of coming back around and like accepting those things that, right. you know, because it all kind of makes you what you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, little by little. I don't think I ever realized that that was exactly the way it happened until I just explained it to you two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. This is what we do. You need to say these things wow, out loud. learning so much about myself. We lure you in. <laughs> I don't. I, the only time I remember being slightly embarrassed, and now I just think it's too funny. Is you know, my parents were hippies. It's okay, Dad. Right. And uh, I we I went to Catholic school because it was the only private education you could get. Yeah. And my mom became Catholic to get the discount on my tuition. <laughs> she became and, Catholic. Uh huh. And uh, I got baptized in front of my first grade class. All that mess. But um, it was. Uh, I remember we couldn't uh, participate in the bake sale that year because we were. You weren't building on, yet? We were building onto the house or something. Yeah. Or, Come on, be my, honest. You brought pop brownies to the bake sale. But no, <laughs> I wish. No, that would have been fun to watch the nuns do that. These things but, are selling uh, through the roof. I don't care. I remember my mom These was making delicious. my own clothes or something like that. And I was so proud of the outfit my mom had made me. And I showed up. And Kristen O'Hagan, the mean girl, Ooh. used to beat me up. She's a girl who made me mean. Used to beat me up all the time. Yeah, but now uh, you're Facebook friends and everything's cool. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. (laughs) Not at all. I duck every time I see her. But, uh, yeah, she she was like, if you wore that last time, did your mother make that or something in front of, like, the entire group of girls? And I was was a very shy child. You know Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors? Uh, No, actually. I think it's a song and it's a book. She wrote a, like, children's book called The Coat of Many Colors. Right. It was a song. It was a song of hers that it started with. She had this shirt of many stains. (laughs) (laughs) See, you're just like Dolly Parton. Look at me. (laughs) Well, you know, I was just thinking while you were talking there about something. You were talking about the harmonies. Uh And I have to say, anybody who's listening to this, please go to Heather's website and check out your version of Guilty. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a Randy Newman song? Yes, believe First it of all, that. that song, that's one of those songs that you probably just, you got to get in the headphones and you got to just sit there in a dark, quiet room and just listen to that song at least once. And it, it will it will move you in some way, it's, I it's think. It's a beautiful it's song. so well, and I don't, I've never heard the original. Oh, really? No. And uh, so I, I found that it was, you know, the Randy Newman. And I was just like, is this the Randy Newman? Like, Have you heard the Bonnie Raitt? 
No. Okay, but Bonnie, I love Ray, Bonnie Raitt. Now, now that's how I learned. My sister Callie is the one that gave me my soul. Uh, she got me really into the blues. Okay. Uh, and we, I had the first car. I had an '83 uh, Ford Escort, and it had the radio. And we would drive around 285 in a circle, and we'd sing to each other back and forth. Yeah. And she sang that song to me. It's actually her and I singing that with my old bandmate Walter. Uh, the three of us. Okay. And we and there was a lightning storm, so we sampled it yeah. at the same time. Uh, it's beautiful. So yeah, it was it was pretty neat. It was actually the first track that I heard off the album. They sent it to me when I was already on Rockstar, and we weren't allowed to have music. And for some reason, they let me have that. And they put it on my podcast because I think oh. I was really homesick or something. Yeah. <laughs> God, that mansion was frightening. It was haunted. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 that's that's probably my favorite track on that album, and I didn't even write it. It's so, <laughs> I mean, it, but it, it is. It's so good, and it just sets that whole mood with the thunderstorm. And I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's whiskey and thunderstorms are your influence. Yeah. Just so that you know, <laughs> yeah, okay, whiskey thank and you. thunderstorms. Okay, I'll go home and write the next album. <laughs> Actually, I'm releasing a live album on February 23rd uh, okay. that we recorded oh, wow. on my birthday. You're putting a lot of stuff out. Which was just recently. Yes, uh, which is December, yes, December 5th last year. I, uh, it was recorded at the, the Kirkwood Public House, which used to be Venocity, or it's soon to be the Kirkwood Public House. But anyway, it's coming out February 23rd. I'm releasing it at Blind Willies. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely will come What's out. the date? It's the Blind Willies gig is... Tw- February twenty third. February yeah. February twenty third. Okay. Is that yeah. uh, Saturday? Is that a to Tuesday? Tuesday night. Okay. Yeah, Blind Willie is a great place to go. Oh, I love that place. Oh yeah, yeah. excellent. So can we, so you've got the live album, but uh-huh. let's talk a little bit about because we mentioned in the beginning, and I guess we've got to get back to what, it. Grits and pump. Um, well, uh, no, the, that's the, the this Kickstarter. Yes, the, okay. what you're doing with Diva Kickstarter project. So te- yes, the Possum Diva project. Tell us about Kickstarter.com. And uh, kick- tell us what you're doing. It's a it's an online fundraiser where you kind of create, like say, say dad wanted to start his business, which he's already started, Luttrell Guitars, and he yeah. needed a certain amount of money that he couldn't come up with on his own. Mm-hmm. Dad would create a video or a pitch, and then set a goal. So my goal is five thousand dollars. So you set a goal, and then people can come in, and you create little levels that you can donate at. Yeah. So like, you can donate five dollars just to support me. Uh, you can ten dollars. You get uh, a little in, uh, a live little video while I'm filming or recording. Right. Them. So you get rewards so, d- right. depending on how much you donate. Exactly. Right. So and it's, it goes like mine's a thousand dollars to come to your house and cook you dinner, and for two thousand dollars I'll tattoo your name on my body. That, yeah, that yeah, was that's, uh, that's the big one. That is the big one. <laughs> We've gotten one one thousand dollar donator, but not really. Yes, really. No one's no one's bitten the big fish. Well, see, and I had heard about that, and I wanted to call together all of our fans and make <laughs> donations on part of you know Two Faces Radio. radio. If, so we then can get, you can that. get the two faces. I, I see. I see the names of all of the donors, and if you guys come up with it, I will totally see? do it. <laughs> if you donate yeah. on behalf of Two Faces Radio, we could have. If I, if I don't know if I call it advertising because I don't know if it would uh, be. Actually, the Kirkwood Public House is talking about raising money with all their customers Just to see? get the Kirkwood Public House. To, yeah, actually, so it's it's been more of a businesses of than actual people. Right. Well, had you thought about like, did you think this through at all? Did you put that out there thinking? Nobody's going to donate $2,000. I'm not going to have to tattoo um, anybody's, you I know. thought about it in the fact that really my tattoo artist, uh, Phil Colvin, from Memorial Tattoo, he's amazing. And we can put something together where it would look really cool okay. and artistic. You know, we can put right. all the names in the shape of a butterfly right. or because I'm right. covered in, you know, moths or bugs. Yeah. Well, they're, they're moths. Really. Oh. That's a cicada. I'll have you know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I thought, well, if someone does it, and let's just say that they do. Yeah. Well, what if a bunch of people do it? I mean, it could right. happen. Then I, I would figure out an artistic way to do it with writing. So you're not going to back out like if five people come together with two thousand bucks. You're not, you're not no. going to say, "Hey, listen, it's supposed to be one person." So you're, no, all you're, I all I can say is that it's not going out. to be in huge letters across my tits. That's <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah, well, that's because we thought about doing the video with yeah. like I will tattoo your name on my body and then cut and then have the next scene. I was getting my my next door neighbor, uh, Craig Henderson, is a great artist. And uh, we we're going to get him to write Joe Schmo across my tits. I was like, that's, that's probably going to give the wrong idea. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> well, that's another thing, too. You did a great little um, stop motion video. To be, that, I want to encourage people to also go to kickstarter.com and check out the video that you put together. That and tell really us a little cool. bit how you created that. Um, to be honest with you, I'm a musician and I don't have a lot of money. I did it all with the camera setting on my iPhone. Yeah. The music and the background uh, voices were all done on the voice memo setting on my iPhone okay. wow. and all of that. I mean, I did it frame by frame with my, all the things people told me wouldn't come in handy, like my yeah. bouncy ball collection, my dead bug collection, right. <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> totally came in use finally. So I have a, you know, wind up tin toy collection and stuff like that. So I, 
those were all individually taken, and then I'd put them all into iPhoto, and I cropped. This is a huge Mac commercial, by the way. Yeah, I was but about to I, say, yeah. you should be I pitching mean, this to right? Apple. I, well, if I could figure out who to call, I would. I don't want to be a pro musician anymore. But um, <laughs> there's this guy named Steve. Yeah, I, well, yeah. You try finding that <laughs> right, email right. address, honey. But uh, yeah, just individually cropping them and then putting them into iPhoto, and then I put all those individual scenes into iMovie and put the voice memos behind it. Came out. That's I cool. mean, it's really cool. It came out Thanks. great. It looks like one of those, you know. I don't. Know. I mean, stop stop motion. You know, it looks like one of those old. You know. Well, uh, then I got mad because someone put a, a commercial. Ago, yeah. yeah, someone put a commercial on TV for something, and it was totally stop motion. I'm like, no, that was. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Somebody always you know, does what you did already. Right? You know what it's really like? It's really like those things from like I don't know if it was the electric company or something like that when you were a kid, and they would show the person like moving across the room, yeah. but they were never walking. walking they yeah. were just like yeah, standing, yeah, yeah. and you know, so it's like, boop, 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 you know, like all this stuff that's. You could never, on. you could never figure it out in your little yeah. Kid as, brain. A, as a child, I had no right. idea. What it was. I was like, "It's magic or something." So uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. So how's that coming out? How's that working out uh, for you? It's, your it's deadline is great. coming up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's actually right after I get off the boat. I need to do an update right before I leave and let everybody know. Hey, by the way, if Help we don't make the five thousand dollars, I mean, uh, what happens if you do? You have to. If I don't make the five thousand dollars, I don't get a dime of any of it. So you give it all back. I give so, it all back. Okay, so that's. Is that the deal through Kickstarter? Yes. I, okay. I could have set. Do the they goal get money lower. from you as well? Or? I don't think so. No. Okay. I, I'm not good. Well, at They probably just have friend. advertising on their site. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was just really unique, and and come to find out, um, I was telling you I, another band that we've had in the studio, Trances Arc. They're doing oh, something. I love as, them. Yeah, they're yeah. doing something as well with Kickstarter yeah. now. Um, I just found. I know out, Gary so. Pfaff. 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 It's Fast. just Beth. Okay. Well, Him we and, were screwing uh, up your Asher name. Sorry, it. we've been calling you Luttrell. And uh, you, uh, Luttrell. you know, it, he, Ralph Luttrell, Heather Luttrell. It's okay. Really? Gotcha. Well, actually, Brooke Burke is the one that screwed it up. Brooke Burke? Brooke Burke. The host Brooke of Burke. Uh, Yeah. Oh, we called her Brooke Burke. Right. Brooke, no, let's, it took... Let's leave Brooke alone. It took six takes, man. No, but don't, she's so, don't leave Brooke alone. I want to hear this. It's got to be so hard for her. takes. Six. What did she say? Well, first she used my married name, because I used to be married. Heather Schmidt. Wait. Yeah. No, no. Take two. Uh, well, that wasn't Heather her Heather Schmidt. Take <laughs> three. He- Heather Schmidt. Heather, take four. It's Luttrell. Say it with me. Luttrell. Okay. Heather Luttrell. What was it? Take, take five. five. Heather Luttrell. All right. Let's break for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. All right, that's what we're going to Can we get, get this girl some carbs? Because I think she's going into ketosis here. It's like a toothpick with a grapefruit on the top. Now, Brian, do you want to do your three, two, one after the second song or before? Because we are coming up on it. Let's do it before. Okay. Let's do it before. Well, then you better do it now, babe. All right, let's do it now. Right. This is a little segment. We still don't have any music for it. We don't have any kind of like... You don't you know, know that we don't have music bells for it. And I can loan you my yet. thumb piano from my Kickstarter video. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> that was cool. I liked it. Um, all right, so we do this little segment here called Brian's Three, Two, One. It's it's three questions, uh, two minutes each. Two minutes, you know, like okay. two minute answers, yeah. short answers. Right. One artist. So you're the artist. We're not discluding you, Dad, but we are. Um, we are. Hey, so we change it to three, one, two. Lutra. I know artists. We, <laughs> three, three, one, two. I'm a farmer. <laughs> one minute and two two artists. <laughs> I know artists. I farmer. <laughs> so let me start with this. I wrote down a few questions, and and you know, this is kind of my chance. I was telling you before to sort of maybe get into sometimes songwriting stuff that maybe not everybody's so you know interested all the time they want to more know more generality sometimes right. about artists and the fun stories like you've given us so a couple questions that i had for you number one is um well you know you did all that stuff with Rockstar, and mm-hmm. you kind of said boy it really showed me a different side of the so you've kind of answered a little bit of this but what do you think your career would look like you know if it was up to you what would be the ideal career for you you know fame um, and and where would that sit for you do you think i would like to be a well-fed well-respected touring musician okay uh, yeah. i i mean i i think that's what we've always call me patty of. i'd love to be patty griffin what she's got i would love to have that patty griffin patty griffin amazing mm-hmm. uh yeah she's she's really amazing uh touring packed out houses and right. still being able to take time off and work with old blues legends that nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. she wrote the most beautiful song <laughs> in the world which i've sung it Four weddings now. Yeah. She wrote it for her dog. <laughs> and it is one of the most beautiful songs you've ever heard. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, the song What You Give by Tesla was written for his dog. <laughs> really? 
Big Tussle. Uh, Martha, Sorry. My Dear by the Beatles. That was written for Paul McCartney's okay. If you listen to it, it makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> um, another question I had was, uh, see, my, my handwriting is the problem. Oh, geez, he can't even read his own. I know. Um, okay, for you, what's more important? What, brings, what pulls you back to a song, do you think, more, um, the melody or the lyric? Mm, I will say when I'm listening or when I'm writing. When you're ri- when you're listening, yeah, like when you hear something, uh, the lyrics, <clears throat> the lyrics do, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I may catch myself singing, "I'm coming up and you better get this party started," because you can't help it. That's <laughs> right, the, right, that's right. the that's the brilliance <laughs> behind. I think that, that type was of pink pop. somewhere. It, yeah. in that was that pink. pink somewhere. Well, I, I sing that because Dad always does that when he's mad at me and he wants to get on my nerves. Ah, <laughs> <I'm> dirty. <laughs> Okay, so lyrics, good. Well, I've noticed, too, for me, because I just, you know, being a songwriter, just really big on lyrics, like, always work so hard on that. So when I hear a great lyric, I've noticed that sometimes I don't necessarily, wasn't necessarily interested in the song initially. Right. And then everything else sort of falls into place from there. The Edmund Fitzgerald. My father pointed out the one lyric, it's by Gordon Lightfoot, but it's about the sink of, what is it, one of the largest ships to... One of the largest ships at the time. Yeah, yeah to go down. Yeah. Uh, and who out there knows where the love of God goes when the waves turn the minutes to hours? Mm. So that paints such a vivid image of what it must have been like to right. be on that, you know, because like yeah. when the adrenaline kicks in, when like you're in a car crash or something, think about being on that boat and the waves are, I mean, you just, you see it, you feel all yeah. of it. And yeah. I never would have listened to that song really until my dad pointed out that one lyric. I'm, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then that changes that Daddy whole just song blew my you. mind, you know? And, yeah. and if you, lyrics, I think, are really so much where it's at for me. Yeah. I won't put out a crap song. Right. Cool. No, I, I, I definitely was... Um, impressed with you know your, your songwriting i mean oh, it definitely sounds see and i'm the worst with that i'm one of those guys that you know songs i've heard for 20 years i'm like oh that's what he says there right. yeah you know well, i've never is, even heard is, that before which is so nice because he sings songs that i write right. you know he's my sing <laughs> he's the vocal for my <laughs> well, i still love like my friend gargoyle when I make me anything but me he totally in his head sings bake me anything but beans <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta personalize that's it, right you know? Nothing more than you want to hear from your lead singer, but I don't really pay attention. To I don't lyrics. really pay attention to lyrics. Really. It's not really I'm my singing thing. your lyrics with yeah. conviction and yeah. uh, feeling, but I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Who knows what you're talking about? Yeah. And my last thing was for all the young girls out there, actually, mm-hmm. and I have to say, I want to give a little shout out. We Thank have um, Kevin for little girls. Somebody I work with uh, has a, uh, a daughter named Brianna, and she is our. She's got to be our youngest fan out there, but Aww. she listens to a lot of the episodes. Um, oh, yeah. She's eight years old, second like grade. Now we got to watch our <laughs> mouths. <laughs> yeah. nah, listen, you know, you. it is what it is. But um, so you know, it, I'm I'm hoping she she'll listen and hear you. Now she's got you know somebody. It's always nice to have the woman to kind of follow and look up yeah. to. So if a young girl wants to become a possum diva. How exactly do they go about it? Uh, you eat all of your vegetables. <laughs> drink all your milk. You drink all your milk. Later on, you drink all your whiskey. Uh, you <laughs> that always, might be a big part of it. Yeah, well, uh, you you learn to appreciate the smaller things. Notice the details. Mm-hmm. And slow down. Write something good. Every song should be the song that you just might be your last song. Or that might be the one that, God knows why, it becomes popular. Right. right. But always put your... All your efforts into everything. Take time to craft something and make something that you're proud of. There you go. Looking for some more Possum Divas out there. Do you want to tell how you got the nickname Possum Diva? Yes, I would love to tell that story. It's all, um, I was traveling, playing down to South Georgia, and apparently met a guy named uh, Robert Hall Jr., a.k.a. Bubba. And he (laughs) sent uh, these CDs to me. My dad had some uh, some of my biggest influences now, like Patty Griffin, on it. So I was, Uh you know, next to my song, you know, I I thought it was him out in the audience. So in between songs, I, Bubba! (laughs) <laughs> nothing the guy didn't even move yeah. wait till the end of the next song Bubba nothing finally you know it's the next song Robert Hall Jr. and the guy flinches like his little, you know, his eye kind of ticks and his shoulders <laughs> go up but he still doesn't do anything so I walk over on my break and I'm like that is you Bubba why don't you, you know I called your name like three times he goes well you call Bubba in here it could be any one of these guys <laughs> I said well no and then I said your, your, I said your legal name I said Robert Hall Jr. he goes oh shit I thought you were my lawyer <laughs> and I said well when I call your name from the stage you need to pay attention That's and right. he goes 
well, pardon me, possum diva. Because all my friends would call me possum girl for a couple yeah. of years because my dad's bluegrass band. So yeah. that stuck. I loved it. It, became it flows, my, man. Yeah, possum cool diva. Name. So it's all, actually the name of my next album is Possum Diva. All right. And that's a great little segue, right? Yeah, there it's to, perfect. Uh, to kind of close things up. <clears throat> so we've got one more song. Is this going to be a new one yeah. as well? Something? Yes, we're going to do a new one. Uh, Daddy. Take your time. Well, it's also uh, Wally. Me and Dad watched Wally one night, the the movie with the yeah. little yeah with the robot. So now, I, Daddy, <laughs> diva. <laughs> that movie uh, was so. better than I thought. I wasn't. It was like Short Circuit meets ET. Yeah. Or yeah, there was a lot of ET. And some called, some apocalyptic. Uh, called everybody fat. I thought it was. I thought it was kind of great. Yeah. I, I, my favorite was the the dysfunctional robots, the big guy. <laughs> he pound whoever got in the yeah, right. uh, little Wally's way. <laughs> well, this is actually about a dream I had. I, hold on, hold on one second. I need to. Yeah, let's, let's do a little check. Don't worry, I can I can edit all this out if I need to. Sweet, you can just take Daddy down. That's <laughs> but uh, I had a dream about when the devil's fifteen-year-old daughter happens upon uh, a Southern Baptist house party and makes friends with, like, this little girl's throwing a party while her Southern Baptist parents are out of town. And, I don't know. It's very vivid. I'm doing a painting The series. devil's 15-year-old daughter? Uh-huh. Crashes I didn't realize up. he had a daughter. Well, he does now. now. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes the lyrics make a little more sense. All right. I could be a dark moon. I could be a frigid skin. I could be your sinner, I could be your winter wind And I'll chill you till the bow, till you welcome me in I dressed up for your party, now I'm sitting by the door Waiting for some pretty boy to lead me to the floor And I'll drink my wine and whiskey, I'm still hollering for more Just a little left of center And I'm still plodding along Trying to figure out now What feels right but then I I still know it's wrong And you can lead me to disaster I still don't know what you I try to be a lady, what's so great about demure? And I'll blast that moonshine round the fire, you'll see a real woman here for sure. Up and down the hallways, now she's screaming like a child. You can lead this horse to water, it don't mean it's not still wild. And I'm dancing around that fire. Things are what they should see. 
crimps and cheeks goodnight And I'll say goodbye to being good Though I tried with all my might And I'll finish off that bottle Step away from the light Just a little left of center And I'm still plotting along Trying to figure out now What feels right for song i like uh you got a chance to open up those vocals a little bit yeah your voice sounds great when did you realize you had such a weapon there uh you know who really did it was rosemary ramey at uh dante's down the hatch tiny little meek little woman coming to back can i have some soap (laughs) (laughs) who are you (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm with the band okay and then 20 minutes later i hear this huge voice out there and she would do uh, these different renditions of like old Aretha and just old, just old jazz, you know, Etta James, all this stuff. Yeah. And I started listening. I'm like, I can do that. Hold on, you know, I said, "Fly yeah. me to the moon," you know, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. So we started getting into that. And then the next thing you know, she got me up on stage to sing with her and stuff. So I started doing harmonies with her and little bus girl again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so when I think it was really her that taught me. That wow, you can really just if you can hit it, hit it, you know. Yeah. And since b- before I quit smoking, it was a lot of one, two, three, please. <sighs> but now that I quit, it's like it's almost too strong for me. I've had to learn how to use it again because wow. I have all this more oxygen coming out of me yeah, than I sure. used to have. So now I'll actually overshoot it. <laughs> I have to bring it back down. That's nice to have a mentor like that too. For yeah. Oh, Rosemary, oh, she's, she's amazing. I, That's I miss her. Dad, did you know she had all this uh, talent from early on? Or No comment. Damn it, Dad. We're going to get you to smile. <laughs> there we go. We got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, you know, I, talent is one thing, uh, but I knew she had drive more than anything. I knew she had the drive. Mm-hmm. He's and calling me stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You ready to go, Chief? All right, Chief We're having a good time here, but, you know, all good things must come all, they all to an must end come to until I next pee time. I got too, so. And she has to pay. Perfect timing. Well, listen, thank you, Heather Luttrell. Yes. Or Luttrell. Luttrell whichever, whichever you prefer. Whichever you prefer. Whatever, mate. <laughs> and, and Ralph. I give up. <laughs> Ralph, definitely Ralph Luttrell. Yeah. That's right. Um, Thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Being you our first chick. Being our I'm, first I'm so young excited. lady. I didn't know I got show. to be yeah. your first chick, man. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it, felt, it felt good. It, felt it feels right. good. It feels thank right. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, thank yeah, you very sure. much. Thank and, you. Um, and good luck with Kickstarter. Hey, thanks. Right. And we will, and we push everybody. Tell people the best way to check you out on the web. Where can people find you? HeatherLatrell.com. And that's okay. two T's, two, two L's. L's. Right. With Got a it. U, not an A. And I noticed everything on your MySpace page is all updated. Oh, yeah. I, I, and, uh, I, I'm kind of shying away from MySpace. I'm yeah, every, everybody girls. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. a Ning thing now. You know. Oh, you're doing a Ning thing. A Ning thing. Ning. I know Ning. about Ning. You know about Ning? I don't know Ning's about Ning. Awesome. No, no, no about Ning? No Ning. And uh, the shows. No Ning. Yes. The shows no you, Ning. I know we've mentioned it earlier, but the shows you got coming up. Uh, February 23rd at Willie's at Willie's I'm also doing January 30th at the Hard Rock Cafe and the 10% uh, well I think a certain percentage of the door goes to the Haiti Relief oh cool and uh, that's being filmed for television so if you want to see your face on TV come on down the two major shows that's why we're on radio we've got two faces for radio (laughs) 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 All right. well for Brian McClenning over there and for Ira Malkin all the way over there (laughs) (laughs) one thing we like to always say is Save it for the show. show.